First Chronicles chapters 3 and 4. These were David's sons who were born to him in Hebron. Amnon was the firstborn by Ahinoam of Jezreel. Daniel was born second by Abigail of Carmel. Absalom, son of Machah, daughter of King Talmai of Geshur, was third. Adonijah, son of Hagith, was fourth. Shapatiah, by Abital, was fifth. And Etrium, by David's wife, Igla, was sixth. His sons were born to David in Hebron, where he ruled seven years and six months. And he ruled in Jerusalem 33 years. These sons were born to him in Jerusalem. Shimeah, Shobab, Nathan, and Solomon. These four were born to him by Bathshua, daughter of Amiel. David's other sons, Ibhar, Elishua, Eliphelet, Nogah, Nepheg, Japhiah, Elishama, Eliada, and Eliphelet, nine sons. These were all David's sons with their sister Tamar, in addition to the sons by his concubines. Solomon's son was Rehoboam. His son was Abijah. His son, Aza. His son, Jehoshaphat. His son, Jehoram. His son, Ahaziah. His son, Joash. His son, Amaziah. His son, Azariah. His son, Jotham. His son, Ahaz. His son, Hezekiah. His son, Manasseh. His son, Ammon. His son, Josiah. Josiah's sons. Johonan was the firstborn. Jehoiakim the second. Zedekiah, third. And Shalom, fourth. Jehoiakim's sons. His sons, Jeconiah and Zedekiah. The sons of Jeconiah are the captive. The sons of Jeconiah, the captive. His sons, Sheltiel, Shek, Sheltiel, Malkirim, Pedaiah, Shenazar, Jachamiah, Hashama, and Nedabiah. Pedaiah's sons, Zerubbabel and Shimei, Zerubbabel's sons, Meshulam and Hananiah, with their sister Shalomith, and five others Hashuba, Ohel, Berechiah, Hasadiah, and Jeshab Hesed. Hananiah's descendants, Pelatiah, Jeshaiah, and the sons of Rephaiah, Arnon, Obadiah, and Shechaniah, the son of Shechaniah, Shemaiah, Shemaiah's sons, Hattush, Igal, Beriah, Neriah, and Shaphat, six, Neriah's sons, 
Elionai, his Haya, his Kaya, near Aya's sons, Elionai, his Kaya, and Azrikam, three, Elionai's sons, Hodaviah, Eliashib, Pelaiya, Akub, Johanan, Delaiya, and Anani, seven. First Chronicles chapter four. Judah's sons, Perez, Hezron, Carmi, Hur, and Shobal. Re'aiya, son of Shobal, fathered Jahath, and Jahath fathered Ahumai and Lahad. These were the families of the Zorathites. These were Etam's sons, Jezreel, Ishma, and Idbash, and their sister was named Hazol El Pony. Penuel fathered Gedor, and Ezer fathered Hushah. These were the sons of Hur, Ephrathah's firstborn, and the father of Bethlehem. Ashur fathered Tekoah, and had two wives, Hila and Narah. Narah bore Ahazam, Hefer. Tim N I and Ha Hashtari to him. These were Nara's sons, Hela's sons, Zareth, Zoar, Ethnan, Koz fathered Anub, Zobeba, and the families of Aharel, son of Haram. Jabez was more honorable than his brothers. His mother named him Jabez and said, I gave birth to him in pain. Jabez called out to the God of Israel, If only you would bless me, extend my border, let your hand be with me and keep me from harm so that I may not cause any pain. And God granted his request. Shelob, brother of Shuma, fathered Mehir, who was the father of Eshton. Eshton fathered Bethrephah, Paseah, and Tehinnah the father of Irnahash. These were the men of Rekah. Kenaz's sons, Othniel and Saraiah. Othniel's sons, Hathath and Meonathai. Meonathai fathered Ophrah. And Saraiah fathered Job. The answer's the ancestor of those in the valley of craftsmen, for they were craftsmen, the sons of Caleb, son of 
Jeff Unea, Iru, Ela, and Naam, Elias son, Kenaz, J. Halel's sons, Ziph, Zipha, Tirea, and Asarel. Ezra's sons, Jether, Merid, Ephor, and Jalon. Merid's wife, Bithiah, gave birth to Miriam, Shemai, and Ishba, the father of Eshtemoah. These were the sons of Pharaoh's daughter, Bithiah. Merid had married her. His Judean wife gave birth to Jared, the father of Gedor, Heber, the father of Sacho, and Jekuthel, the father of Zenoah, the sons of Hodiah's wife, the sister of Nahum, the father of Keilah, the Garamite, and the father of Eshtemoah, the Machathite, Shimon's sons, Amnon, Renah, Ben-Hanan, and Tylon, Isha's sons, Zoheth, and Ben-Zoheth, the sons of Shelah, son of Judah, Ur, the father of Lekah, Ladah, the father of Mereshah, the families of the guild of linen workers at Beth Ashabiah, Jacob, the men of Kozabah, and Joash, and Seraph, who married Moabites and returned to Lahem. These names are from ancient records. They were the potters and residents of Nataim and Gedorah. They lived there in the service of the king. Simeon's sons, Nemuel, Jamin, Jarob, Zerah, and Shal. Shal's sons, his son Shalom, his son Mibsam, and his son Mishma. Mishma's sons, his son Hamuel, his son Zakur, and his son Shimei. Shimei had sixteen sons and six daughters, but his brothers did not have many children. So their whole family did not become as numerous as the Judeans. They lived in Beersheba. Moladah, Hazar, Shual, Bilha, Ezem, Tolad, Bethuel, Hormah, Ziklag, Beth, Markoboth, Hazar Susum, Beth Biri, and Shar Aim. These were the cities until David became king. 
Their villages were Etam, A-N, Rimon, Token, and Ashan, five cities, and all their surrounding villages as far as Baal. These were their settlements, and they kept a genealogical record for themselves. Meshobab, Jamlech, Jasha, son of Amaziah, Joel, Jehu, son of Joshabiah, son of Saraiah, son of Asiel, Leonai, Jokobah, Jeshohiah, Asaiah, Adiel, Jesamiel, Benaiah, and Ziza, son of Shephi, son of Alan, son of Jedaiah, son of Shemri, son of Shemaiah. These mentioned by name were leaders in their families. Their ancestral houses increased greatly. They went to the entrance of Gedor to the east side of the valley to seek pasture for their flocks. They found rich, good pasture, and the land was broad, peaceful, and quiet, for some Hamites had lived there previously. These who were recorded by name came in the days of King Hezekiah of Judah, attacked the Hamites' tents, and the Menuhites were found who were found there, and set them apart for destruction as they are today. Then they settled in their place because there was pasture for their flocks. Now five hundred men from these sons of Simeon went with Pelatea near Aiah, rough Aiah, and Uziel, the sons of Ishi, as their leaders to Mount Seir. They struck down the remnant of the Amalekites who had escaped, and they still live there today. Hebrews chapter 9. Now the first covenant also had regulations for ministry and an earthly sanctuary. For a tabernacle was set up, and in the first room, which is called the holy place, were the lampstand, the table, and the presentation loaves. Behind the second curtain, the tabernacle was called the most holy place. It contained the gold altar of incense and the ark of the covenant covered with gold on all sides in which there was a gold jar containing the manna, Aaron's staff that budded, and the tablets of the covenant. The cherubim of glory were above it, overshadowing the mercy seat. 
it is not possible to speak about these things in detail right now. With these things set up this way, the priests enter the first room repeatedly performing their ministry, but the high priest alone enters the second room, and he does that only once a year and never without blood, which he offers for himself and for the sins of the people committed in ignorance. The Holy Spirit was making it clear that the way the most the Holy Spirit was making it clear that the only way into the most holy place had not yet been disclosed while the first tabernacle was still standing. The Holy Spirit was making it clear that the way into the most holy place had not yet been disclosed while the first tabernacle was still standing. This is a symbol for the present time during which gifts and sacrifices are offered that cannot perfect the worshiper's conscience. They are physical regulations and only deal with food, drink, and various washings imposed until the time of restoration. But the Messiah has appeared, high priest of the good things that have come in the greater and more perfect tabernacle not made with hands, that is, not of this creation. He entered the most holy place once and for all, not by the blood of goats and calves, but by his own blood, having obtained eternal redemption. For if the blood of goats and bulls and the ashes of a young cow, sprinkling those who are defiled, sanctify for the purification of the flesh, how much more will the blood of the Messiah, who through the eternal Spirit offered himself without blemish to God, cleanse our consciences from dead works to serve the living God. Therefore, he is the mediator of a new covenant so that those who are called might receive the promise of the eternal inheritance because a death has taken place for redemption from the transgressions committed under the first covenant where a will exists the death of the one who made it must be established for a will is only is valid for a will is valid only when people die since it is never in force while the one who made it is living that is why even the first covenant with inaugurated that is why even the first covenant was inaugurated with blood for when 
every command had been proclaimed by Moses to all the people according to the law. He took the blood of calves and goats along with water, scarlet wool, and hyssop, and sprinkled the scroll itself and all the people, saying, This is the blood of the covenant that God has commanded for you. In the same way, he sprinkled the tabernacle and all the articles of worship with blood according to the law. Almost everything is purified with blood. And without the shedding of blood, there is no forgiveness. Therefore, it was necessary for the copies of the things in the heavens to be purified with these sacrifices, but the heavenly things themselves to be purified with better sacrifices than these. For the Messiah did not enter a sanctuary made with hands, only a model of the true one but into heaven itself, so that he might now appear in the presence of God for us. He did not do this to offer himself many times. As the high priest enters the sanctuary yearly with the blood of another, otherwise he would have had to suffer many times since the foundation of the world. But now he has appeared one time at the end of the ages for the removal of sin by the sacrifice of himself. And just as it is appointed for people to die once and after this judgment, So also the Messiah, having been offered once to bear the sins of many, will appear a second time, not to bear sin, but to bring salvation to those who are waiting for him. Amos chapter 3. Listen to this message that the Lord has spoken against you. Israelite, listen to this message that the Lord has spoken against you. Israelites, against the entire clan that I brought from the land of Egypt. I have known only you out of all the clans of the earth. Therefore, I will punish you for all your inequities. Can two walk together without agreeing to meet? Does a lion roar in the forest when it has no prey? Does a young lion growl from its lair unless it has captured something? Does a bird land in a trap on the ground if there is no bait for it? Does a trap spring from the ground when it has caught nothing? If a ram's horn is blown In a city, aren't people afraid? If a disaster occurs in a city, hasn't the Lord done it? 
Indeed, the Lord God does nothing without revealing his counsel to his servants, the prophets. A lion has roared, who will not fear? The Lord God has spoken, who will not prophesy? Proclaim on the citadels in Ashdod and on the citadels in the land of Egypt. Assemble on the mountains of Samaria and see the great turmoil in the city and the acts of oppression within it. The people are incapable of doing right. This is the Lord's declaration. Those who store up violence and destruction in their citadels. Therefore, the Lord God says, an enemy will surround the land. He will destroy your strongholds and plunder your citadels. The Lord says, as the shepherd snatches two legs or a piece of an ear from the lion's mouth, so the Israelites who live in Samaria will be rescued with only the corner of a bed or the cushion of a couch. Listen and testify against the house of Jacob. This is the Lord declaration. This is the declaration of the Lord God, the God of hosts. I will punish the altars of Bethel on the day I punish Israel for its crimes. The horns of the altar will be cut off and fall to the ground. I will demolish the winter house and the summer house, the houses inlaid with ivory will be destroyed, and the great houses will come to an end. This is the Lord's declaration. Psalms 146 and 147. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. My soul, praise the Lord. I will praise the Lord. (coughs) Hallelujah. My soul, praise the Lord. I will praise the Lord all my life. I will sing to my God as long as I live. Do not trust in nobles, in man who cannot save. When his breath leaves him, he returns to the ground. On that day, his plans die. Happy is the one whose help is in. Happy is the one whose help is the God of Jacob, whose hope is in the Lord his God, the maker of heaven and earth, the sea and everything in them. He remains faithful forever executing justice for the exploited and giving food to the hungry. The Lord frees prisoners. The Lord opens the eyes of the blind. The Lord raises up those who are oppressed. The Lord loves the righteous. The Lord protects foreigners and helps the fatherless and the widow. 
but he frustrates the ways of the wicked. The Lord reigns forever. Zion, your God, reigns for all generations. Hallelujah. Psalm 147. Hallelujah. 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 How good it is to sing to our God. For praise is pleasant and lovely. The Lord rebuilds Jerusalem. He gathers Israel's exiled people. He heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. He counts the number of the stars. He gives names to all of them. The Lord is great, vast in power. His understanding is infinite. The Lord helps the afflicted, but brings the wicked to the ground. Sing to the Lord with thanksgiving. Play the lyre to our God, who covers the sky with clouds, prepares rain for the earth, and causes grass to grow on the hills. He provides the animals with their food and the young ravens what they cry for. He is not impressed by the strength of a horse. He does not value the power of a man. The Lord values those who fear him, those who put their hope in his faithful love. Exalt the Lord Jerusalem. Praise your God, Zion. For he strengthens the bars of your gates and blesses your children within you. He endows your territory with prosperity. He satisfies you with the finest wheat. He sends his command throughout the earth. His word runs Swiftly, he spreads snow like wool. He scatters frost like ashes. He throws his hailstones like crumbs. Who can withstand his cold? He sends his word and melts them. He unleashes his winds and the waters flow. He declares his word to Jacob, his statutes and his judgments to Israel. He has not done this for any nation. They do not know his judgments. Hallelujah.